What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Wednesday show. I see things a little differently. And we're talking about episode three of Loki. And um, I know you guys have been uh, vocal to me about how short the uh, episodes have been. But honestly, I watch them one time and then I record. Um, I may try to get for the last two episodes. I might try to get someone on the show with me to go back and forth. Because I feel like these conversations are much better. Uh, when someone else is on as well, and they can pick up what they pick up and give their theories and vice versa. We'll see. I, I, I'm, we're talking to a couple of people about some potential collabs uh, on on the podcast and me going on their podcast and vice versa. Um, but yeah, something actually, even before it was, um, you guys were bringing it to my attention. It was something that I was already thinking about because I was just like, you know, I kind of want to, when I do this, and I don't necessarily like the 11 minute shows, but at the same time, it kind of balances things out sometimes with the longer shows. But, um, no, it's like also at the same time, there's only so much I also, there's only so much I take from the episodes, right? Like, I can see the I see the Easter eggs, I see a lot of the cool stuff you guys see, but for me, if it's not overarching theme that I want to get to, I don't really want to talk about it. Like, Easter eggs are cool. But for me, it's like, I like looking at the overarching theme of things. In episode three, there was, to me, more building the chemistry between Loki and Sylvie as we have found out who she is. She is the Enchantress, which is what I think everyone kind of guessed from last week. Because um, in the comics, technically Lady Loki was, uh, I believe it was, what's her name? She, she's coming back for Love uh, love and Thunder. She was in the first two Thors. She liked Thor, but he liked Jane Foster. What was her name? I know her real name because she was Jamie Alexander. I'm trying to think about her character name uh, in the comics. Let's see. Look her up. Lady Seth. So as soon as I look her up, I might remember her name. It was a, it was a version of Lady Sif and Loki. I came back as uh, Lady Loki. But anyways, it was revealed pretty early in the episode. And so right now, this is the shortest episode we've had. It's been, it was like right, right around like 42 minutes or something like that. Um, but it's revealed earlier that it is the Enchantress. And as she tried to enchant uh, Loki and it, it wasn't working, um... So really just building chemistry with these two. We've seen the chemistry in the last two episodes between Loki and, and, and Mobius. Now we're seeing these chemistry and what, honestly, what their plans are. We still fully don't know. Now, and actually what I might end up doing is watching this episode again. Because I actually have not gone back and watched any of the episodes over again. But I might watch this one over again because I don't know if I missed it or not. But um, I don't actually think she revealed her ultimate plan. It feels like Loki... Um, didn't he reveal? He already revealed his plan was to overthrow the timekeepers. He also said to her in this thing that in this episode that she she couldn't overthrow them; like she was too powerful to kill them. Um, which I'm sure is something she wanted to hear. Um, but I don't think she I don't think she revealed much of her plan. I don't think Loki even revealed much of how he's gonna overthrow them. Um, so it was really. 
vague in that terms. Like you know he wants to overthrow them, but like you don't know how he wants to. Also, you also also you learn that, and I think this is a good point. He doesn't really have a plan. I think it's the point of this episode. Like he, has, he probably has one step to a plan because even Enchantress said to him at one point in time, "That's one step of a plan. It needs to be multiple steps to to a plan." Also, you find out that she's been planning this for years. You know, and, and then on top of that, you end up finding out that, well, let's go to the very beginning of the episode. You hear a song playing, it's like a very, it's like a party song. And then you see the TVA agent that was kidnapped partying with Sylvie. So at first I was like, oh, okay, this is, is this a flashback? Then you realize it's her, it's Sylvie in the mind of the agent. And like, and it's revealed later on that as... The stronger the mind is, the more she has to set the table, so to speak. Air quotes and doing air quotes. You can't see me doing air quotes. It's more she has to set the table in order to constantly trick them into giving the information that she wants. Because if you notice, in the first part, like a super chill, she's super, like everything's super fun. She loves margaritas until she asks her, "Hey, we're the timekeepers." She's like, "What? What? What?" She changes it to nighttime. Having fun again, asks her the same question. Then all of a sudden, I don't know you. That's what, that's what the TV agent says. And then she has to kind of like change it out. She has to keep changing because it's, it's a strong mind. But then it's revealed later on, Enchantress reveals to Loki that they're all variants. No one was born in the TVA. They're all variants. And, that, and also you find out that this particular TV agent was born on Earth. He's like, well, wait a second. Loki says, wait a second. Like, I was told they were born and created by the timekeepers. And Enchantress says, no, they weren't. They, they're variants just like us. And so that's a twist. And that, look here, as much as Loki's deceiving people, so is Mobius. So is the TVA. Um, so it's just very interesting to see where this goes now. Because, like, like I said, I've been, like, I've, I've actually only read one comic with a TVA in it. And they were going after Kang. Um, so I don't, and I don't remember the exact story, but I, I just remember the T, I just remember the name TVA. I remember they're going to Kang. They were beefing with Kang. Um, so I didn't, I'm sure it has changed from the comics or whatever, but the fact that now this information is out there, it makes things even more interesting setting up for the last three episodes. Now, how, is it going to be the Lokis? Even though she said, don't call her Lokis, but is it? Enchantress and Loki versus the TVA now, because it feels like it has to be, you know. Um, but th this this ended with a hell of a cliff um, hanger because Loki, in order to get away from the TVA, he transfers them to to Lamentis One, and it's it's essentially the end of the world, and so they're trapped there right now. But obviously Loki's gonna get out of there. He can use magic. She has her magic. He's gonna have to put their thoughts together. Um, but. Yeah, for me, it's really intriguing because this episode to me, for as much as it was about building and more about um, them learning each other, as well as we learn more about them. Because we, for as much as we've seen Loki, and think about this, we've seen Loki in the first three Thors, we've seen Loki in Avengers 1, uh, Avengers 3, so we've seen a lot more of Loki and got a lot more in-depth character analysis about him than we have about uh, Enchantress, obviously. But we still find out new things about him. We find out 
more about how him and Frigga's relationship was. We already knew that she loved him and he loved her, et cetera, et cetera. We also see him do fireworks as magic and how she would tell him how, how he could do whatever he wants to. You, and you, you see that different, softer side of Loki, but then you also, and I get it. There, and I, his thing. Let's get this, let's get this out of the way. I know a lot of you guys are pissed because they made him gender fluid or whatever. But if you go off of Greek mythology. Wasn't like Loki, if I'm not mistaken, born from a goat or something like that. And don't, don't even correct me. Don't bother. It was something ridiculous, right? But it was in Greek mythology. These characters are based off of Greek mythology. How um, Marvel has gotten away with using Thor and Loki for as many years as they have, I'll never know. They have more money than, as the saying is, more money than God, so they can do what they want. But it's like, but for him to be gender fluid, it's not that I can care less. I know some people have said, hey, what are your thoughts on this? I have no thoughts on it. It's a fucking TV show. I watch it for entertainment. If I'm not going to get entertainment from it, then I choose to not watch it, right? So let's just get out of the way. But then you have Enchantress making comments the effect of, you're a prince. Was there a potential princess or another prince? And he says a little bit of both, and he's very coy about it. Like, uh, look, it's not that serious. Every show that you watch pushes some kind of agenda, period. Marvel at times has been known to do that, whether it's Black Panther, which was pushing an agenda with an all-black cast. I think it was only one. Wasn't there only like two white characters in that movie, which was Ulysses Claw and Martin Freeman's character? I forgot the, the agent's name. Um, in, in fairness to them, those are only two crucial white people to the Black Panther mythos, if we really want to be honest, in his universe. Um, whether it's um, the first having the first openly gay character in a Marvel movie when uh, one of the Russo brothers played a gay character in Endgame. There's always an agenda going to be pushed to a certain extent. The same way Fortnite was pushed down our throats in Endgame. Never played a second of in, uh, Fortnite, but then putting it in the game was cross promotion look here dude it's it is what it is you have if you can get those things out of your mind that don't bother that that aren't um important then you can enjoy this stuff it's not pushed that deep to me i can kill us about gender fluid stuff like i said these that was noticeable when, when she brought it up and i was like oh well you know this is gonna make people happy um but it's at the same time it is what it is just Get over it. Let's move forward. Um, so you, you still hear more from Loki, though, when he says things like possibly and then you see him get drunk and you see the. Uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? You see the the part that she's talking about, the careless part. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I mean to get to where they're on the train. And because he got drunk and because he stopped caring, they got kicked off the train. You know, because she needed him because he had the the teleporter. I forgot the name of it, the technical name of it. But, like, you're seeing these things and I think they can make each other better. Where she can be more diplomatic. It's like how uh, Black Widow Black Widow and Captain America and Winter Soldier had to feed off each other. They had no one to fight and no one to not fight. Exactly this is kind of the same dynamic here. Um, obviously we still have three episodes left there was a lot more story to tell here and the fact that we're probably getting a season two um, what we had I would assume we have to be I mean 
this is obviously building to something else. And also the thing I like me and Jonathan Esther were talking about this and Jonathan Esther is it's funny how the only time he actually like like Jonathan Esther is the comic book guy, right? Which is why I like having him on. And yeah, I know comic books too, but I mean Jonathan Esther is the comic book guy. So it's funny because I will say my theories about the Disney Plus shows. The only time he has ever like gone against me, and, and I, I, it's one thing if we have our opinion, we have our opinion, and it's over, right? But if I have a theory about the Marvel Plus shows, he gets super not offended. That's not the right, but yo, essentially offended. He's like, yo, yo, you slow down, slow down. It's like why? Like, even with the movies, I can give him my theory on movies on the movies and like he'll be like oh that sounds like it's kind of cool for some reason he takes these disney plus shows like to the heart and i don't know why i asked him the other day he completely avoided the question i was like it's not this serious like what lady enchantress did was she did break the timeline open i mean we all know what's going to happen next two movies well excuse me we in december when we get spider-man far from home is that the name of the title yeah, Far From Home. And then in February or March, whenever we get Doctor Strange, those two things are going to have the multiverse in it, and it's going to be consequences of this show. Eternals is going to be a standalone movie. Shang-Chi will be a standalone movie. Black Widow will be a prequel slash standalone movie. Only thing we're going to get as connective tissue is the post credit scene. We're actually getting newer characters at this point. Even in Black Widow, we're getting newer characters. And the fact that then we still have Hawkeye that's gonna that it it feels like with all the characters they're jam-packing into this this show I would assume it's gonna be more than six episodes but I don't know nothing's confirmed yet but they have Echo who's a who was a potential future Ronin in it they have Kate Bishop in it obviously Hawkeye in it they even have uh the new Black Widow is gonna be in it Florence Pugh's character so that's that's four main huge main characters there and i'm not saying you need to have more than six episodes because you got u.s agent winter soldier the wakandans uh, captain america um and lamar in there so you have technically a bunch of, but those are few four huge huge characters to the hawkeye mythos and as well as the black eye uh, black uh black widow mythos so that, that seems like a whole lot so i don't actually have any theories on that show um yet um i will get to that in a couple in a couple months when we get closer to it when i think about it but like to me the time the timeline is is broken that's i think that was the point but then again we don't know what obviously she wants to hurt them or kill them because she's asking how many guards they have protecting her and all this other stuff but we don't know her full plan yet we she says she doesn't want to take over the uh the time she doesn't want to overthrow them i'm sorry i can't trust either one of these people's words i can't trust lady entrenched words or loki's they're both untrustworthy. Loki is freaking Loki. And Enchantress was literally sat there and um, freaking enchanted like five people in a row. You know, and then she said she broke open the timeline. Neither one of these people are trustworthy. So it's like, I don't know what the end game is. And I'm pretty sure we won't see any, like, or know the end game, no pun intended to whatever, until maybe like at the end of episode four. Once we start really getting to meat and potatoes everything but this was to me this episode was necessary to get a you've, you've you've seen the mobius part you've seen the tva part you've had everything with the tva explained to you boom now let's let's see them build their chemistry let's see because they trust each other now even though now a chance is mad because remember at the end 
the, the end of the world, uh, the, the, that fireball shut down their one hope for sanctuary. Now they don't know how to get off this planet. Uh, especially once you find out that there's soldiers that were meant to keep these guys on board to die, essentially. Um, so that is interesting in itself. But we don't know either one of their end games. I don't know how this is going to end. Like, at first I thought this was Tom Hiddleston's, and I said this on the show, Tom Hiddleston's swan song, but he's an executive producer. They're saying that they want to do multiple seasons of this. So if it's not his swan song, and he's already confirmed, Tom Hiddleston has, he is not in Love, uh, love uh, excuse me, Thor Love and Thunder. Why would he be? That's a jam-packed movie. You have uh, the Guardians in there. You have um, Lady Thor in there. Sit, Lady Sif is back, Valkyrie's back. There's so many people in there. But I'm assuming that we're getting a second season of this. And this whole thing is going to... Whatever mess this causes, I don't think... I think everyone's thinking Doctor Strange is going to fix everything. Dude, there's a lot of messing with the timeline right now. It's not just what they're doing right now in the TVA. We don't know where this is in the timeline. We know that, hey, it's been six months since Endgame, since Cap gave the shield to freaking whatever. We know it's been nine months since uh, Wanda did whatever, right? We don't know where this is in the timeline and how much messing up they're doing of the current actions right now. People just think that Doctor Strange is going to fix everything. I don't think he'll be able to. I think we're, we're going to get a conclusion to the Multiverse of Madness, air quotes, um and pun intended but whatever they're doing now is going to be a ripple effect throughout everything of phase four um maybe maybe even into phase five so that's interesting to me in itself and it's funny because i actually took more from this episode than i did the first two. First two you're learning about the tva you're learning that loki's not trustworthy that's that's something we already didn't know um but anyone who says they're there to keep order air quotes i'm naturally skeptical skeptical of anyways Everyone's there to keep order. How come it's always chaos, right? So, anyways, um, that is your. That's what I took from episode three. I thought it was another strong episode. Um, it's definitely a transitional episode. So, to me, I don't know how much you're gonna want to stay in tune. Like, I, I don't know the watchability on. For me, these type of episodes are always worth watching again because I always get more from them than other ones. Um, but yeah, I definitely got a lot from this episode. Um, I'm looking forward to episode four next week and also a couple of weeks away from Black Widow. I'm really excited about that. So anyways, that is your Wednesday show. I will talk to you guys next Monday. We have an interview with Dylan from Figure Four Photos on Instagram. It was recorded a couple of weeks ago. We talk about collecting, his history in collecting and uh, his love of AEW. So um, yeah, enjoy that podcast. I'll get back to you guys next Wednesday with episode four. I am the Slow Chemical. This is I See Things a Little Differently. We are out.